Hey, what's up guys? It's Nico from Stock. I just wanted to tell you guys, hey, thank you so much for your support. Really goes a long way. Sorry to interrupt the episode at the beginning. I just want to let you know, if you could leave a rating and review specifically on iTunes. It really goes a long way. It really helps the channel grow. really helps the podcast get to more people. And yeah, I love you all. Thank you so much for your support. I'm loving doing this these episodes, and so is Marcus. And yeah, please rate, review on iTunes, and love you all. Enjoy. Hello, this is Nico, and welcome to Porch Talk, episode 24. This episode was actually about veganism. It was really knowledgeable because I am currently going through the veganism lifestyle for the next three months, and I had a really a couple really good pointers I felt on why you should change things up every once in a while, and also I gave my background on why I had started this as well as my desired outcome for it. So really great episode. I'm listening back into it. Give it a listen. I love you all. Thank you for listening. Hey, what is up, everybody? This is Nico, and welcome to Porch Talk. Episode 24? Yeah, 24. I'm really loving this shit, guys. I mean, it feels good to be consistent and uh, to stay on top of things. So, with that being said, let's talk about veganism. <laughs> so, to give a little background, about this time last month, I was eating dinner as usual. It was a normal day. just got off work. And after dinner, my stomach started to hurt. I'm like, this is weird. Because usually my stomach doesn't start to hurt unless I'm getting some sort of intolerance to a food. So I was thinking back on my dinner. I was like, I had a bunch of broccoli. That wouldn't have caused it. I had a little bit of rice, but I'd never eat any rice, so that wouldn't have caused it either. Which left the final food product, my beef, my ground beef. I mean, I eat ground beef every day, or ground turkey, give give or take. And... It seems like the the beef was starting to upset my stomach. And I was thinking about it. I was like, damn, I've really been eating the same way with the same foods, give or take one or two food items, for the past two years. And me being the health conscious person that I am, I'm like, this isn't good. We need to We need to make a change. So I was always, I've always been researching different eating styles, different, different eating patterns, whether it be different times a day, all that good stuff, fasting or intermittent fasting, all that good stuff. And the one that's always really stuck out to me is veganism. And you guys may be asking, what in the hell are you doing going vegan after eating all this meat and taking in all these animal products is going to be a crazy change. Well, that's why I gave myself two weeks. So I made a pact. I said in two weeks at the start of February, I was going to begin my journey of veganism for three months. So I got three months on the clock. That means after May has ended, I will go back to whatever eating style I like. And I picked veganism for a number of reasons. The top one to be is 
that I have a bunch of clients that are going through this fitness journey to lose weight and become healthier. And I want to show them that it's okay to make a change. It's okay to go out of your comfort zone and do something that you would have never thought of doing. And with this whole veganism trip, (laughs) that's me stepping out of my comfort zone. I've done enough research to understand, for the most part, what I should be doing. But still, it's it's something completely opposite to the spectrum I was on, eating healthy still, but I had all these animal products in my life, whether it be my shampoo, my conditioner, uh, my toothpaste even had some sort of animal product in it, and flipping that whole 180 on my on its head and going no animal products at all. That includes stuff like honey and beeswax. I mean, it's it was cha- it was it was a challenging thought, but I said, one, this could give me a lot of good knowledge about myself, about different eating styles, because I believe we weren't made to eat one way our entire lives. I mean, look at the cavemen. Look at the look how we grew as people. We ate what we could get. If we didn't eat meat for a couple months, we didn't eat meat for a couple months. We ate whatever we could. If we went back in time and threw a bunch of Wonder Bread at the caveman, they'd be fighting each other over to eat it. I mean, that's just how it is. So I think it's actually really healthy to do what I'm doing right now. And I'm not saying go as crazy as taking out every animal product and going vegan. I'm just saying you can switch it up and it would probably do more good than harm. But anyway, back to my story. So I was like, I got two weeks. Let me let me research the foods I need to be getting so I can make sure I can do this 100%. Well, I talked about it for that whole two weeks at work. I talked about it to a couple of my friends, and they were all like, you're crazy, but good luck. Tell us how it goes. And, yeah, I started buying food. I started, I had to empty out the rest of my meat from my freezer, so I got to eat three pounds of meat in a couple weeks. So that was really nice. And then the first came around. Let me, let me just set up, let me set up the first day of veganism. I woke up 4 a.m., sun's down still, moon's still up. Not a sound in my apartment complex. I mean, everybody is just fucking knocked out. I wake up. I'm like, damn, my my lips are really chapped. I'm like, let's put on some, let's put on some freaking, what's the fucking word? The chapstick. Let's put on some chapstick. Put on my chapstick. I look down. It's the brand Burt's Bees. And if you guys don't know, it's made out of wax, beeswax. And that is not vegan, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. So (laughs) I broke my veganism. The first thing I, like the first probably five or ten minutes of me being awake for the first day of veganism. (coughs) Excuse me. So instantly instantly I was like I need to pay way more attention to what I am eating and what I'm using so 
I was like, let's chalk that. We're starting at <laughs> is probably about 4:30 at this point. It's like now we are starting. So I'm going through my day as usual. I uh, I haven't really stumbled on my vegan my vegan trip so far throughout that day and then go to bed wake up it was about it was about the same same every day except for I haven't I didn't break my veganism and then it got to about I think it was shit probably Thursday probably the 5th yeah the 5th let me check my calendar yeah no 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 it was it was the 6th um my friend came over and she brought milk duds <laughs> and i am a sucker for milk duds so she was like hey here you go have fun we hung out for a little bit and then she left and i was like fuck now i'm re- i'm stuck with these milk duds and if anybody knows me i am a sugar holic i am addicted to sugar i won't go out and buy sugar but if something like that is put in my house it's gone. So I ended up eating a box. And I was like, what the hell am I doing? What am I doing? So I called my buddy Ryan over. He started eating out of the other box. Because I had three boxes. And he ended up leaving one of the boxes there. I mean, one of the boxes at my house. I was like, dude, you need to take these. He was like, all right, cool. But we, he never took them, of course. Thank you, Ryan. So I was faced with this decision again on the 6th. I was like, should I just finish these off and get it over with? And my mind, of course, was telling me, no, let's really stick to this diet or this eating style, I would say. Because diet's, that's sort of a stupid word. You can be in a diet all you need to be in a diet is being a calorie deficit anyway so i was like no so i threw the milk duds away i threw ice cream away i want i mean this is really important to me so i was like no i can't i can't do this i absolutely have to get rid of these things and i did so definitely there has been a lot of self-control when it comes to all that good stuff, whether it be candy or just wanting meat, but that's the big thing. I never really, I haven't really craved meat up until this point. I have never, at all, through through this uh this journey so far. It's only been like a week, but still, not even a week. Anyway, so a couple of things I noticed right off the bat, because I had tested myself in all of my three rep maxes in my lifts here let me pull it up and I'll I'll name off all of my lifts that I had so it is right here okay okay so for my squat no I lied for my deadlift I got up to 300 pounds for three reps For my bench press, I got up to 170. For my barbell squat, I got up to... Oh, I got up to 295 for three. So, 
not bad lifts. I'm only 146 pounds. Anyway, but as soon, like day one of being vegan, my strength dropped tremendously. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't even throw 175 on the squat for <laughs> 10 reps, and I used to rep that shit out so easy. But I, like I thought from the beginning, all of my strength is gonna gonna go down through making this change. The weird thing is, I felt like my muscle endurance had gone up, and and it's weird because I don't have all that extra protein. I guess I don't know. I don't know really what really was going through my mind. Why I th- thought that was kind of weird, but. Yeah, no, my muscle endurance went up, so I was able to have a slower tempo during my exercises, which allows for um, a more controlled movement, which helps with muscle growth. So, anyway, more muscle endurance, strength dropped tremendously. And I started really leaning out, which was really weird because, I mean, I felt like I was eating the same amount of calories I was when I wasn't vegan. But I had started tracking a couple days later, and turns out I wasn't anywhere near the calories I was intaking before veganism. I was probably taking I was taking in about twenty four, twenty five hundred calories, not being vegan. And when I started tracking on the vegan eating style, I was probably only hitting like I was only hitting. Let me look. Yeah, I was only hitting like 1,700 calories. So that's a huge, huge gap. So of course I was gonna, I was, of course I was gonna lean out. I was gonna start looking better. I just, I want to make sure that I'm still trying to gain my weight for my my goals for the year. So I started eating way more. I started pounding down a bunch of peanuts and a bunch of fruits and vegetables and. I had gotten my count up to 2,200 calories, which is what I feel is appropriate for for at the time now. So at this moment in time, I'm eating probably 200, 220, no, 2,200 calories a day. I'm still tracking, still making sure everything is in where it should be. And with that being said, it's it's hard. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't expecting it to be this hard. But yeah, no, it's it's very difficult. I've learned that the shit's you have to really be present with what you're eating so you know like I can't have any butter, cream, eggs, cheese, milk, meat, fish, gelatin, honey, beeswax. I mean, all these things <laughs> you don't know how prevalent they are in our food but holy shit dude like (laughs) i feel like i can't eat anything but that's not going to stop me from completing this three months of eating of of veganism i mean i have learned definitely to be more present while looking and searching for my foods i've really Oh, actually, I've really felt a lot better, honestly, eating vegan than 
not eating vegan. And the thing, funny thing is, not much is different from when I, when I was eating before veganism and now. I mean, all I took out was my meat. I mean, that's really it. And I've I've raised my uh, nut intake, so peanuts, almonds, pistachios, all that good stuff. I raised raised that up, and that's where I'm getting most of my uh, protein from. But yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy how big of a difference just taking out meat can do especially if you're you're like me and literally eat meat twice if not three times a day it it's really eye-opening because i've learned that the thing you eat the most is the most likely thing to give you intestinal issues whether it be an intolerance or a full-blown allergy to it and you can develop that over time depending on how much you eat the times you eat, whether you're inflamed when you eat it. And it's really good to always reset your body to that food. It's like, it's just like training. You don't want to, you don't want to do the same lifts for your, the rest of your life. You want to change up the rep ranges, the tempos, the rest times, the number of sets. I mean, all these things really, really do make a big impact on your body and how it how it uh, adapts because me just taking meat out of my diet and me being more conscious of what I put on my body has made me feel like 10 times healthier than before I started this whole journey and I know it's only been 10 days or technically nine days in a couple hours (laughs) but it's it's just, it's insane to me. And I know, I mean, I've heard a lot of research about if everybody ate vegan, it would be, the world wouldn't have any obesity or anything like that. But don't quote me on that anyway. I just think that's, I think that's unrealistic. Everybody has their own wants. Everybody has their own exceptions to the rule. And I think the big thing is, don't get caught in one eating style. Don't get caught in one training style. Don't get caught in one any anything. Don't get caught staying the same. Because if you're staying the same, you're never growing. And your body is well adapted into it. And it's just like the law of diminishing returns. If you do something for so long, the the less and less you get out of it. And I'm excited to see what happens once this three months are up and I reintroduce these meats and these animal products back into my life, whether it be eggs, whether it be yogurt, whether it be beef, whether it be turkey, whether it be chicken, all that good stuff. Because I know my body's going to be fucking going insane for that stuff. I know know I'm going to put on some good muscle from doing this as well as some good weight and I know my lifts are going to go up past what I had recorded the 300 for three the 170 for three and the 295 I think I said for three I know those are about to excel after I go back off of this and reintroduce all this stuff (laughs) but that's going to be a process in itself because you don't want to (laughs) just go back to eating how you were eating beforehand because your body's not used to that, and it'll probably cause you some intestinal distress. It makes sense to me, and 
the way I'm going to, I guess, cycle back into it, I guess you could say, for lack of a better words, would be to start introducing grass-fed, grass-finished beef and chicken slowly, probably one serving a day, and then once I get feel like my body's adjusted to that, then I'll go to two, three, whatever I want to do. And then I'll probably stay on that route because I don't subscribe to hormone-filled animals. I don't subscribe to, like, factory farming animals because both of those have a tremendous impact on the quality of meat and on the effects it has in your body. Just think about this. Let's start with the factory farming cows. That may not have hormones in it. So say these cows are hundreds and hundreds of them packed in one small area but none of them have hormones in them i mean that's good beef right no because the cows are probably scared they're stressed they have probably have high anxiety so all these stress hormones are getting pumped into their body whether you know it or not and that could really affect the quality of the meat and how we absorb the meat i really subscribe to free-range chickens, cows, regular farm-raised, no hormones, just because, A, it's that's how we're supposed to eat animals. We're not supposed to be factory farming them and, and just breeding thousands and thousands, giving them a bunch of grains and foods they don't usually eat. It's just, it's stupid to me. And I know society needs to feed a lot of people and I understand that but the fact that we have a price tag that's triple the amount for this farm raised nor no hormone ridden cows compared to the one dollar hormone filled cow I mean I think it's stupid I think society should be doing the opposite they should be putting those free-range chicken, no-hormone, grass-fed, grass-finished meat on the cheaper side. So it will it will help promote healthier lifestyle. <coughs> and again, that's circling back to the beginning of why I'm doing this. It's just to help promote a, a healthier lifestyle, help promote an open-minded open-minded uh, approach to things because t- was I ever going to do veganism? I mean, will I ever stay vegan for my entire life? No, probably not. Will I always stay eating a bunch of meat and eating a bunch of uh, gluten and all that shit? No, probably not because it's not good for your body because it'll adapt and you won't get as much out of it as you did initially and if I can if I can teach one thing about this podcast in particular is don't don't stay in one modality whether it be training whether it be eating whether it be lifestyle choices I mean everybody has to go through go in and out of these phases in all of these aspects because your body needs that new stimulus to adapt to help you grow. And I'm I'm experiencing it firsthand. My energy's really I mean through the roof 
my mental clarity is insane. My talking, I don't know. I haven't really gauged myself. I need to listen to the previous podcasts and sort of see how I've progressed through there. And it just gives me a better, it gives me a, uh, a better perspective. I mean, I would have never known what vegans have gone through doing this without doing this firsthand and experiencing all of these different challenges and how hard it is to buy food at a restaurant. Like I've, (laughs) it's, it's a difficult, it's a difficult thing for, for vegan, vegans. So, I mean, that's really all I got for you today. Please, please, please take my words of advice. It's okay to switch in and out of things, whether it be regular day life or eating or training. Please, please, I'm trying to drive that through through your head. It will do nothing but good, especially for this process for me. The worst that will happen is I'm going to miss eating meat. And in three months, I'm going to have a nice big steak dinner. I mean, come on. It's not it's not going to kill you unless you have some sort of uh, medical reasoning why you should or shouldn't do something. Then highly recommend not doing that. But anyway, this has been Nico. Oh, actually, actually, I got some big news. So, I have a huge job op- job opportunity with my tattoo artist aka my MMA coach aka one of the biggest inspirations in my life so far today I was getting a tattoo on my calf it's a anatomical brain inside of an anatomical heart and he- my tattoo artist was going away drawing drawing the tattoo on my leg or tattooing my leg more like and I was like, yeah, one of my goals this year is to start my own business. And he stops what he's doing. He looks up at me and he's, he says, oh, do I have a opportunity of a lifetime for you then? And I'm, and I asked, I was like, wait, what do you mean? Like, what's up? He replies with, I am going to be a co-owner of this gym in Sydney called Oh, fuck. What's it called? <laughs> it's called, uh, oh, Apex Sports. It's a soccer, mostly soccer-driven uh, sports center. has a weight room, and the clientele there is insane. There's a lot of people there, and there's a huge amount of opportunity for more people to be there as well. And I ask, well, what does that, what does that have to do with me? And he says, well, I really need a speed and agility coach. Someone that can train soccer players, football players to increase vertical and increase their speed. And I want someone I can trust. And I trust you with doing that. So would you want to be our speed and agility coach? And me being stunned, I'm like, Wait, what? A a speed and agility coach for soccer players? I mean, yeah, of course. I I couldn't even, I couldn't, I did not have words at the time to reply to him. Because, one, 
he had given me an offer similar to this beforehand, probably about almost almost a year ago at this point, when I first started MMA. He gave me the opportunity to start my own gym in the MMA gym, and I'd be training. All I'd have to do is pay for pay for uh, housing, and the rest would be in my pocket. I declined it. I said, no, I'm sorry, Johnny. You got too much on my plate. And up until that day, up until this day, aka Monday of this month, or yeah, this past Monday, I was regretting it. I was like, I should have done it. I, why would why would my biggest inspiration uh, stray me wrong? And I was like, I couldn't I couldn't pass it up this time. So, with that being said, I will be starting in March. After my lease is up, I will be moving to Piqua. And if all goes well, I will be making a shit ton of money. (coughs) I have the potential to make as much money as I want, really. Because... I could go to soccer teams within the facility, ask for group training on uh, speed and agility. I could go to the neighboring schools in the school districts and offer training. I could go for select teams. I could open my own soccer league inside the facility and make profit off of it, as well as help help train the MMA fighters from my MMA gym to cut weight for fights and also just help train people in general whether they want to lose weight or gain performance in the gym or just get stronger and it's it's just been a a blessing talking to him because my dream or my goal will be completed by March literally next month and I couldn't be happier. I, that being said, I have been dedicating so much time to programming and uh, actually going through the programs I have created. And I've gained a, it's been, this is probably, this is day five. I had a rest day. I've gained an inch on my vertical so far. And I could not be happier with my programming. So. There is some big moves coming in March and even bigger moves coming once my lease is up. And with that, I don't know how this is going to work podcasting-wise with Marcus and I. We will figure it out. Worst comes to worst, I'll just fucking drive to Inglewood to record this podcast. No big deal. Also, here soon, we're having some guests. I'm actually... I've been talking to three people, my tattoo artist, uh, one of my f- uh, teammates in my in Fightopia, my MMA gym, and one of the tattoo artists in my mentor's tattoo studio. I have those three that are on the queue, should be coming soon. I need to start talking to these people and setting up dates to record yeah, so, I mean, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for these next couple months. 
hopefully all goes well. I know it will, but I'm I'm excited to keep you guys updated in my life because this is not only is this therapy talking to you guys about whether it be my uh my son, my my past with his mom or my future going on with what I'm so passionate about. And I'm glad you guys are here to listen. I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. Please, please, please give a a rating and review on iTunes, especially on iTunes. It goes such a far away. It takes two seconds. All you got to do is hit the little how many stars you want, write a review, type in a couple sentences on what you thought was awesome, what you thought sucked, whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. And... It goes such a fucking far away, man. It it promotes our podcast to more people. It'll show up in recommendance tabs and shit like that. It's 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 so helpful. So please leave a rating and review on iTunes. I love you all. This has been Nico. This has been Porch Talk. Have a fantastic rest of your day.